0: this current hot topic that has made it quite the scuttle
1: we need to look at this and go for the future can we unhook these cars hello and welcome to the dirt track confessions podcast with your host mandy pouch mahaney the dirt track Confessions show starts in three two one
0: Hello everyone, welcome to Dirt Track Confessions. I'm your host, Manny Patch Mahaney, and today we have my brother Billy joining us on this current hot topic that has made it quite the scuttle in the northeast for um, essentially dirt modifieds, would you say?
1: Yeah, I would say so. It's it's been a big topic um, over the past couple of weeks, but actually a couple months and um, people have opinions and whether you agree with your opinion or not, it's opinions at the end of the day. It's, uh, hopefully, we'll see if it's a step in the right direction or wrong direction, but things got to try and <laughs> things change over time.
0: And that is something we are going to shine some light on. So it was a few weeks ago, Grandview and Big Diamond Speedway announced that they're going to start banning the left side panhard bar suspensions, actually for both modified and sportsman teams, but not until um, 2025, which kind of allows, you know, the drivers who already have their cars and their setups for 2024, essentially. So it gives them a year to kind of phase it out. So with that being said... Uh, What exactly, it like, what is the purpose of the left side suspension is that it allows the car to really, quote-unquote, hook up to the track by allowing the car to transfer weight from one side to the other during a race upon entering and exiting the turns. And now, which Billy will be touching on is what Grandview and Big Diamond stated is it it creates a constant twisting, um, you know, strain, wear and tear, on the driveline parts, on the car itself. And so, I mean, I I'm, I know what our opinions are, but this has stirred up, like, we have fans talking about it, we have drivers talking about it, tracks talking about it, promoters talking about it, and we figured, of all people, I mean, Billy, you've been racing since, well, just about as long as, well, maybe, maybe about as long as I've been around. So maybe you can kind of explain and give your two cents on that.
1: All right. So a little bit about this is I think the big thing here is, you know, if you've looked over the past couple of years, um, the sports changed, right? We've hooked these cars up so much, for lack of better terms, um, that you'll go and you'll see so much drive built in that we're building our cars to the max on motors, to the max on, you know, everything we possibly can. Because we're so hooked up that it's all demanding and putting more strain on your motors and your driveline and whatnot. The opinions out on whether it's Hurt Racing or not, um, as far as a fan and fan aspect and the way that the races are run, um, is is kind of opinionated, right? Some people say it hasn't, but I think if you look, um, our crowds definitely aren't where they were. Um And we need to look at the aspect of it, right? You know, can we unhook these cars? Um, That's the whole big key to it. So unhooking, you know, what do you mean by that Billy, right? So is it just, so when the car goes in the corner, it's more like you're on ice in an ice storm than it is when you're locked down on pavement, right? Um, That to me is what always made dirt track racing, right? um sprint cars are the most unhooked cars in the country right and that's what people kind of rave about uh the big thing is okay so where do we start all right so you look around you say okay how can i do this right can we put a hard tire on these car and unhook it that way yeah that can be done right but once you put a hard tire on it you really really go down the road of softening and getting involved in that right and that's costly for trucks so it's between 150 and 250 To send out a tire to get sampled um, if you do that on a weekly basis that's another expense to the track these tracks already have a thin margin um, in their profit to loss ratio so they need to figure out what makes best sense for them um, that that's an idea but as I said it goes down a whole nother animal right um, then the next thing is you can unhook the bodies right um, You could take them and put a smaller bodies out there so the smaller bodies would take the air off the car and unhook it the problem is with smaller bodies is we're so far into it. I don't know how we could, uh, we could outlaw that, right? You know, everyone's got bodies. Everyone's got this. You know, to go smaller is, is a really, really big project. Mm-hmm. Um, once you let it get away, as far as we have, it's tough to bring it back. And I think that's, that's the part of the bodies that, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to capture. Because air, air is huge. Air locks down a car. It's like put your hand up, going down the road doing 100 miles an hour. Your hand's not going to stay there. It's going to hold air and hold it down. Um, so the next conversation comes around, okay, you know, will this unhook cars, the right side pan or bar? I think, uh, I don't think it can hurt, right? Um, it's, it takes the, the compatibility out of it. You know, when I first started, we would go in and we do a, a right rear slider and a modified. Now it's right front sliders. You know, has that outlook of the way the race cars look. Is it look as exciting or does it not, you know? Um, to me, it's a step. We got to try something, Right. You know, is it's the cheapest and most affordable way. See, people are saying it's going to cost thousands to change. Who says you can't run coils on a right side, right? So when I first started, there was a called Troyer uh, 4-coil car that dominated in the early 2000s. And that was on a right side, Panar bar. So who says we can't make these cars work on a right side on coils? So at that point, you know, can you keep what you have and just stick a right side on it in the mount? Um, I don't know for a fact, but I'd heard there was uh, two guys this summer, It was J.R. Holderbrand, his name was, went to Devil's Bowl, was really, really rough, stuck a right side on, ran second, right? Um, I think I think that shows it can be done in a certain situations. You know, everyone doesn't like change, right? So the people get scared of change, scared of this, scared of that. You know, if you look, we changed things years ago. If social media would have been out, these people would have been upset even more, you know, but now it has changed where everyone can say their opinion on it. Um, I'm just think, you know, I went from replacing U-joints every seven, eight races to every three to four, you know, just a lot more tear on these cars. They're more throwaways. Obviously, the chassis manufacturers don't want to change. I get it, right? Like, I'm not jumping up and down for everything, right? We got smashers, you know, we won four races this year. We had a pretty good year. You know, it's not that you want to go back. It's just, can we unhook these cars to make them better for better racing. And obviously the people that are winning aren't going to want change. The people that aren't winning are going to want change. Um I don't know, I'm somewhere in the middle, right? You know. I just think we need to look at unhooking these cars and making the work less for people that are coming down the road, right? So, Me. so how,
0: sorry. So how much work would it be to not have a left side panhard bar on your car like to get ready for next year hypothetically. Hypothetically?
1: Um <laughs> If you wanted to run coils, and we're all mostly on coils down here anyway, right? You weld, there's two tabs on the top. And there's a tab on the bottom and a right side pan or bar mount. You weld that on your frame. You put your mount on. You put an inside pan or bar mount on and stick a right side on it. I think where everyone's scared is, is they think we're all going to go back to bars and it's going to go back to that way. Who says it's got to go back that way? Who says coils can't work on a right side with short rods? Um, you know, that's not the whole factor of it all. But I can tell you, if you look at the papers, right, you know, I was reading on Kenny Tremont the other week when he retired, he pretty much blamed it on these cars um, and the way they drive nowadays. I know there's a time people got to retire at an age, people got to deal with it, but we need to look at this and go for the future. Football looks like concussions and stuff like that. You know, if if older drivers are saying this is killing their bodies, do we need to revisit this and look at it from an overall standpoint?
0: Makes sense. I mean, I I know towards then with Dad and the modified, it was, he was pretty rough on his not only his body but in the car too and like you were kind of touching on is you and mike were having a conversation just the other week about you know how much you are replacing parts now versus maybe three or four years ago
1: a hundred percent right like so you you got way less timeline lines, or you got to replace a ton more um it just puts a lot more strain on everything you know people are gonna say well i don't do it this don't do that well you... I get it, right? We run in different areas down here. Mike runs in some different places. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to look around, right? Everyone's like, well, the track needs to fix their track. So this wouldn't have a problem, right? But look around at the people doing the tracks. There's not many left that are under the age of 70, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a dying breed. And I think that's another problem that, you know, could be discussed somewhere down the road around, you know, where track prep's going and where that is. Um, You know, everyone wants to point each other, you know, racetracks need race cars, race cars need racetracks. You know, years ago, these two tracks, Diamond and Grandview, they're kind of on their own island, right? They went from nine to one motors to spec motors, um, and I think they were, you know, everyone complained back then, and it was the same people, blah blah blah. Um, now it's just going to be interesting, right? It just changes another aspect of it. To me, it brings the driver back into it, and it's all about the driver, right? You know, I want to, I want to be able to out drive someone and not out motor or out lock someone um that's what racing is it's about the best car the best driver on that night to make that opportunity to make good racing right you can't have racing without fans and we need the fans and uh, you know it's a different aspect
0: and i mean you touched on quite a bit i think maybe to close out is i applaud you know whether you're on board or not on board i applaud grandview and big diamond for coming together and you know, addressing something and trying to make a change, you know, like you said, if we're a dying breed, we have to do something about it. And people don't like change, but there's plenty of change. Like you said, from the cars to the bodies to left side, right side coils, whatever, like we're forever changing, but in the long haul, we need to be saving money and making racing great again.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, no matter what you agree, you agree to the situation. You're not, um, you all want to see racing survive right yeah and I think the biggest thing is to unhook the cars so that motors aren't so dominant and so stressful on our equipment mm-hmm. you know our frames have become such flexibility people have money it's always going to have people with money it's going to be that way it is in the sport but we also need the little guys to stay in it yep. um, it's just the aspect of it um, whether you like it or not we want to see the sport grow and thrive as much as the next guy and the next kid we want to see it for the next generation. So. Hopefully, I applaud them for taking a shot at it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll give it a shot, and hopefully um, it produces what they think and what we all feel might help. Um, as I said, the big thing is unhooking these cars and making it back in the driver's hand. You know, I used to, years ago, we used to take time out. We used to retard these motors because we had too much motor. Now, I couldn't tell you the last time I've even looked at that, um, and maybe, maybe that's why I'm about dominant on a slick, but, but I think that's definitely something we need to consider here.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Billy, for joining us and shining some light on that. Guys, if you enjoyed this, if you have an opinion of it, let's hear it. Screenshot this, share it, comment, tag us. You know, yay, nay, are we good with change? Like, what what are your two cents? So, Billy, again, thank you. And, uh, guys, we will catch you next week on the next episode. Sounds good. See ya.